listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm Tears of Price coming to you from Book Riot, and this week I'm going to be diving into the stacks to talk about two of my favorite memoirs that I read last year. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. All right, so I'm really excited because I'm going to be talking about two of my favorite memoirs that I read in 2021 that are now newly backlist titles. Before we dive in, though, I do want to just give listeners a heads up that in this episode, I'm going to be discussing sexual assault and incarceration, as well as um, gender dysphoria and homophobia. So just be aware of that. All right. So the first book that I want to talk about is The Natural Mother of the Child, a memoir of non-binary parenthood by Chris Malcolm Belk. Chris, who, as far as I could tell from my most recent search of social media um, and on the internet, uses he, him pronouns. But this book is mostly about his experiences giving birth to his son and what it was like to conceive, to, you know, carry his son to term, to give birth, and then like the immediate care afterwards. And during that time, um, Belk kind of identifies with non-binary parenthood. So um, just if you're a little bit confused about pronouns and, and all that, just that's what's up that. So this book is fantastic. It's I think it was one of my favorite books that I read last year, like not just memoir, but total. And it is about Chris's journey. As I said, Um, it starts with him and his wife looking to conceive. Um, They always wanted to have, you know, big family with lots of children. Um, And at the time they thought, hey, you know, let's both try to conceive and carry children. So um, his partner, Anna, had just given birth to their first son a few months before Chris got pregnant. And they, so then they had like kids, like really, you know, one right after the other. And a lot of this memoir is sort of, you know, juxtaposing his experiences against his partner's experiences and what it really meant to like go through the medical system, but also the legal system and also society as somebody who was pregnant, who did not fit um, society's expectations of a pregnant person. And also all of the ways that the medical system really was not welcoming to a person who is non-binary and who um, is having a baby. So I really loved also the writing of this book. It was a brilliantly written memoir. Um, it's kind of almost like sort of flow of consciousness, but then it kind of moves from piece to piece. And it's not always linear, but it's very beautifully written. I think the closest thing I can think um, to compare it to would be Carmen um, Maria Machado's In the Dream House, the way that is a memoir sort of told bit by bit. So this is a fantastic memoir that's kind of essay-like, um, but it also includes a lot of documentation and like images as well. So you see pictures, um, there are like scans of 
Chris's child's birth certificate, you know, with the important information sort of redacted. But then there's also scans of like all of the legal stuff that they had to go through to make sure that both Chris and Anna um, were recognized as, you know, the legal parents of their son. Um, So I think this was just a really fantastic memoir about you know, what it meant for them to have to build their family. Um, and also all of the challenges the society puts in place. Um, it is, you know, just one story, but it's a really, really important story. And it also just kind of highlights how like this experience really showed Chris, you know, who he wanted to be and um, who he wanted to become for his son for his family. Um, it was just really lovely. So that is The Natural Mother of the Child by Chris Malcolm Belk. My other pick is Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. And this, oh man, this was kind of at times a difficult one to read. I listened to it on audio um, where the author narrates the book herself. And that is definitely a fantastic way to go if you you know decide that you want to do that. Um, so it is the story of Ashley. She um, grew up in the um, 90s and early 2000s. Um, when she was a baby, her father um, was incarcerated and she never knew growing up why her dad was in prison. Um, so she has a younger brother that she kind of would like grow up with and they would, you know, trade theories back and forth and they kind of wonder. Um, she was raised by her mom, who was, you know, then a single mom throughout a lot of her childhood and also by her grandmother. And anytime that Ashley or her brother would ask their mom or their grandma, like, hey, what what happened? They would have like pretty much just like this really big emotional reaction. And they learned to not really push and not really ask why, you know, why is their father in prison? And that had a pretty big effect on them. And it especially had a pretty big impact on Ashley, who just, you know, really was trying to understand who she is and, you know, what were the circumstances that kind of led to how she was raised. Um, At the same time, she was also talking about how her body was um, developing at a pace that she didn't always understand. She went through puberty kind of young. And I think um, a lot of people, particularly women, understand that if you go through puberty at a young age, living in the world we do, sometimes that invites a lot of unwanted attention from boys. And that is something that Ashley definitely experienced to the point where she was sexually assaulted as a teenager. And it was then about um, a few months after that, that she discovers the real reason why her father was in prison and it had a pretty big impact on her. So this book covers her childhood, her teen years and her early 20s. And then she finds out that her dad's going to be released from prison and she has to confront her feelings about that and her feelings towards her father and reconcile them with, you know, everything that has happened to her, particularly her assault. So I thought that this was, you know, a really, really beautifully written book. It it doesn't just focus on her 
assault and her hardships, but it also talks a lot about, you know, the love that she has for her family, um, particularly her grandma. She was really close to her grandmother and also how sometimes it was really complicated by factors that are out of her control, such as, you know, economics for one. Growing up in poverty is really hard. And she talks about how she was able to go to college and really build a life for herself. I just thought that the whole story overall was brilliantly written. Um, This one has gotten a lot of attention and accolades and rightfully so. So that is Somebody's Daughter by Ashley C. Ford. And that is it for me, book nerds. Hope you're staying safe and well-stocked with books this weekend. Thank you so much to our sponsor for making this show possible. You can find the list of books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please show us some love by leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it helps other book lovers find us. Finally, thanks as always to our sound editor, Jen Zink. Um, If you want to connect with me or see pictures of my books and cats, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Tears of Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And I will be back again soon on a regular episode of All the Books and with more backlist recommendations. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.